Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Bridget Quinn, and here are today's top local stories. Word of more violence on the subway. Our Roger Stern with details on a stabbing in Harlem just early this morning. Teresa probably speaks for many when she heard what happened. The crime has been up in the subway. It makes us feel unsafe, especially us commuters who are going to work at those early hours. It was 4.30 a.m. here on the downtown platform in the 125th Street Station on St. Nicholas Avenue. A man in his 40s tried to ignore a guy in his 20s who wanted to start up a conversation. Not to be rebuffed, younger guy stabbed the older man with a small knife and took off. I try to always take the train with somebody, usually be my sister. Martha says she doesn't feel safe on the subway, but she has to go to school. Roger Stern, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in Harlem. Cops right now are searching for five people who beat up and robbed a 15-year-old girl in a subway station in Queens. It happened just after 3 p.m. in the Woodhaven Boulevard R station. The five pushing the girl to the ground, then they beat her up, and then they took her wallet and ran off. The girl was taken to Long Island Jewish Forest Hills Hospital in stable condition. Two more anti-Semitic attacks in the city. Nearly a dozen people threw eggs at a Jewish teen in Brooklyn. And in Queens, a man threatened to shoot a Jewish man. Our Glenn Chuck reporting now for 1010 Winds, 92.3 FM. One o'clock in the afternoon this past Monday, this 15-year-old boy walking alone here on East 18th Street in his traditional Jewish clothing when suddenly he was surrounded and confronted by at least 10 people who hurled not just slurs at him, but eggs that hit him in the back and the neck. Some local reaction? This stuff's been going on for since I was little, 50, 60 years. Now it's more enhanced. It's horrible. NYPD also looking for a suspect who screamed anti-Jewish statements at a 19-year-old man. This was in Bay Terrace, Queens, on October 20th. At one point, the suspect threatening to shoot the victim before he ran off. I'm Glenn Shuck, 1010 Winds, a 92.3 FM in Midwood, Brooklyn. Reverend Calvin Butts has died at the age of 73. We got word this morning that Dr. Butts had passed. He was the longtime politically and socially active pastor of Harlem's historic Abyssinian Baptist Church, joining the church way back in 1972 as a youth minister. He spoke with 1010 Winds for Black History Month back in 2009. Our responsibility calls us to all people in New York, black, white, Christian, Jewish, Muslim. And this morning, Mayor Adams said Dr. Butts was a friend. Uh, Throughout my entire journey, Dr. Butts has just mentored me in some of the most difficult moments in the city. Butts was also president emeritus of the State University of New York College at Old Westbury. He served in the Fordham University Grad School of Education. The Butts family and Abyssinian are asking for your prayers. Superstorm Sandy hit New York 10 years ago tomorrow. Our Samantha Liebman spoke with two Con Ed workers who saved their co-workers as the East River flooded the 13th Street substation. When the lights went out, Brian McGinnis and Benny Varagis with Con Ed knew they had to head to the 13th Street substation, but they didn't get far. The water was just high on the street. The East River had come up to Avenue B. That's where the FDNY and McGinnis monitored a command post while Varagis, an engineer, rode in a raft with Rescue One. I was a little scared. I, I was like, what am I getting myself into? 
but you know it had to be done because you know there are people in here that need to be taken out. He says the tops of cars were covered, trees floated down the street, then trouble when they got to the control room. And the water was so high we couldn't even open up the door, so they got a crowbar just to get the door ajar. There, more heroic work from the operator. The operator is still at the desk trying to see what he could do. And after a while, we started seeing sparks come up. He made multiple trips back to Avenue B, everyone getting out safely. Samantha Liepman, Tintin wins on 92.3 FM in the East Village. It's a sign that inflation, yep, is still high. The Commerce Department reporting that consumer prices rose 6.2% from last year, the same year-over-year rate as in August, a sign that prices for most goods and services in the U.S. are still on the rise. Now, Wall Street's reaction, well, the Dow is up 569 points and NASDAQ is up 173. Early voting begins tomorrow in New York and New Jersey, and President Biden will be casting his vote early this weekend. In his hometown of Delaware, the president will vote alongside his 18-year-old granddaughter, Natalie, who is a first-time voter. Democrats have made a priority of encouraging people to vote early where available to maximize turnout. Tonight's Philadelphia Democratic fundraiser will feature both President Biden and Vice President Harris in a last-minute push to help Pennsylvania Senate candidate John Fetterman and Josh Shapiro running for governor. They hope to raise a million dollars for the state's Democrats. The Pennsylvania Senate race is a critical seat for Democrats to keep control of the Senate. That was Andy Field with that report. And this developing story, a deadly shooting in a NYCHA building in Manhattan. It happened at about 7.30 last evening inside the Albizi Campos Plaza on East 12th Street in Alphabet City. The Daily News says a gunman started shooting from the lobby into an elevator. A 21-year-old man got shot in the stomach. He was killed. A 24-year-old hit in the leg. He's going to be okay, and cops, yes, are searching for that shooter. Mayor Adams wants to electrify, in a way, New York City schools. He announced a $4 billion program to eliminate the use of fossil fuels in schools. Every New York City school we build going forward would be fully electric. No more boilers. No more burning dirty fuel, no more uh, contributing to asthma. And that was the mayor there from earlier this morning. He also committed to transitioning 100 schools and neighborhoods with high rates of asthma to electric heating by 2030. And the mayor, of course, commenting today on tomorrow, the 10th anniversary of Superstorm Sandy. Our Glenn Chuck spoke with people who were so hard hit on Staten Island. Even 10 years later, it's still pretty easy to find the signs of Sandy here. Homes that are still not rebuilt. Others that were torn down now are areas of wetlands. So much heartache and devastation here. Thousands of homes were impacted. 24 lives taken. I first met Jody Hanula and her family the day after Sandy struck, and we spoke again last night. We had 11 feet of water. We had $120,000 worth of damage to our home. Um, we lost everything. And moving on from it, certainly easier said than done. In fact, there's still signs of Sandy here. Yeah, we still, you know, suffer some repercussions. Like I said, the streets, um, they're still, as of, they were supposed to be done by the, this fall, but they're still not done. I'm Glenn Shuck. 1010 wins a 92.3 FM in New Dorp Beach. Thanks for listening to the all-local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go.